Welcome to that weekend feeling with Darren Mann. It is that weekend feeling featuring a very interesting guest today. Played cricket for Border EP and the Warriors, coached the Warriors, a deputy to Russell Domingo during his time as the coach of the South African Proteus. And these days, he is busy as coach of SAA and the National Academy teams. Malibongwe Maketa, great to have you with us. Morning, how's it going? Good morning, Darren. How are you? It's been a long time. It's yeah. all going well. Thank you for my side. We miss you in these parts, Mally. How long have you been with the A-team and the academy team? And how are things going in general, your side? Yeah, I think they're going well. Just a point of correction. Um, I was deputy to Otis Gibson. So it's been since the 1999 World Cup uh, when we didn't do so well. Uh, since then, I've been with the SAA and the National Academy. And it's been going well. Thank you. I'm sorry, I shortchanged you. <laughs> Not quite. How's the family settling in? We can talk to you after you've done the school run. Yeah, I know. I've done the school run. Family is all good. Uh, kids are away at school. So, yes, we can go ahead. And Mali, looking at that long tenure that you've had with the SAA and National Academy teams, give us an idea of talent coming through. Are we, ready? Are we heading for a few thin years or uh, a few years of abundance? What's your general feeling of youngster cricket in South Africa at the moment? Well, then... Um, I think a lot of the people are mainly focusing on, on, on the Proteus, you know, which is rightly so because they are our, our flag bearers. But um, at the bottom where we are working with SA Under-19 and with also the academy team that is coming through, we're quite excited with what we have. And, um, and looking at the Proteus now, because that's what we judge around the world, when you look at the players that have played um, for us, especially in the series now, in the past uh, in the past summer against India A, so you know, your Marco Janssen did really well there to break into the team, into the Proteus team, and that's a process we, we are working really hard on making sure that these players get a lot of exposure uh, from the academy in terms of the all-round holistic of the approach of the cricketer. That is their cricketing skills, that is their financial skills, that is their human development skills. So that we take it at, an, at the National Academy. And then as they go up to SAA, which I go with them, um, then they can transition easily into, into protest cricket. And Marco now, latest has been our, our, our probably the best of the program is how it's set up to, to achieve, you know. And Mali, I'd like to know as a coach, Things have changed. T20 has become almost the staple fare on television at the moment. Then we've got the 50-over, one-day internationals, and, of course, test cricket. How are you able to interpret the different approaches needed for each of those disciplines with the young players coming through? <clears throat> That's a great question because um, currently it is becoming a little bit of a challenge with us, um, not convincing the players, but the players are getting all these opportunities before they actually get to the exposure of first-class cricket, which is for, for me personally as a coach, it's becoming a sort of a worry. But for players, it's great in terms of exposure and in terms of playing in front of big crowds from an early age and actually getting exposed to all that pressure. It's good from that point of view. But when it comes to first class cricket test cricket we really need to we really need to ex expose these players on building innings and playing conditions uh, we know we are faced with different conditions around the world and that you don't really get from t20 cricket where the wickets are really good and sometimes the boundaries are quite small 
So it, it, it is a personal worry of mine in terms of the exposure. Even the schools um, tend to play a lot more white ball cricket, I mean T20 and 50 or 40 over cricket, just because of time constraints. So I do feel we do need to find a way where we get 50 overs as a basic, really as a basic building block for our young players. And then as we build them up, we know under the 19 World Cup is a 50 overs a World Cup, which is good for us. But then we're finding a lot of our franchise players who've played a little bit of first-class cricket now are starting to be lured into leagues, you know. And for us, it's something that we are really paying attention to. And we want, we want to make sure, especially SAA level, we play a lot of um, four-day cricket where our players are getting prepared for test cricket. I think it's not only something the players have to get used to. From a spectator point of view, it sometimes gets a little confusing. You look at South Africa and we're at number one in T20. We're at number, let's say, five or six in one-day internationals. And in terms of test cricket position, number eight. Do you think in this modern game we'll get somewhere where one particular team is able to completely dominate all three of those disciplines? I, I think so. I think so. I just think it goes down to how well you plan it and also your resources. And currently we have a lot of our cricketers who um, are multifaceted cricketers. What I mean by that is our core of our test matches is also the same core that we have when it comes to 50 over and 20 cricket. So we've got three multidimensional cricketers in one team that we have. And where you're finding with England, they're, trying to, they're starting to transition into specialists where the T20 team, and the 50-over team and the, t- and the test team is almost running with different core players. So I think that's where the game will end up at, one, uh, at some stage or another in the next three or four, or four years, where all the nations around the world are seeing the opportunity that t- T20 brings when it comes to financial benefits. And test cricket, being it's pure, being the game we want to look after the most, might develop its own unique personnel and England have at the moment trying to bridge the gap with the way they play uh, between the two squads which is something interesting and uh, so I'm sure other teams around the world would look and say how do we bridge the gap in terms of making test cricket exciting and also keeping the same core of players transitioning between 50 over and test cricket and that is another conversation for another day where baseball, whatever you want to call it, uh, it's starting to um, to get traction because of the results they've had. And it's going to be interesting how it goes in the ashes with that different attack and how will they approach it. So, yeah, it, it, it is um, a quick moving space when it comes to the game. Um, if you look at the game where we are in the past two seasons, um, it, it's changed a lot. And it's up to us to make sure as coaches we help players keep up and also be clear of how we personally want to play. We don't want to suddenly want to go copy England or copy Australia. As South Africa, we need to make sure that we are coming up with our own blueprint of how we're going to go out and dominate all three, all three uh, different formats. So we do have a T20 World Cup on the way. How do you think South Africa are positioned from your vantage point? I think it's almost how we how we actually <laughs> prefer to be positioned uh, from my personal point of view. Um, yes, we've had some challenges lately uh, in terms of 
our T20 cricket that we've played now against India. But people forget that that's different conditions. Australia will be way different in terms of how we approach your T20 game and how what length you bowl and your scoring areas, which for us is not foreign. You know, we are used to the Wanderers, we're used to Centurion, where the, where the ball is actually back of a length and it's a good pace. And if you look at our squad, it complements the Australian conditions. So for me, it's quite exciting. It's a matter of us mentally having the switch on and getting ready for, for the World Cup, which I'm sure the guys will be. And how we did in the past World Cup will play a major role in how we approach this one. I'm sure a lot of the guys will be, will be up for it. And uh, I'm excited, and I think we're going to do well. Well, outside of the Proteas, looking at the other nations taking part, who do you reckon will be dangerous? Well, if you look at England, um, their makeup of their squad, their main, the, the number of all-rounders they have, and they bet all the way down to number 10. So they're always going to be a factor in any competition. And you know Australia uh, will always be up there in terms of being a home World Cup and how they switch on when it comes to tournaments like the World Cup. Mentally, they, they do get up for those competitions and they've got a track record. And World Cup being at home, last time when the 50 over World Cup was in Australia, they, they won it. So from that point of view, they will have that, that edge, so to speak, knowing the conditions, knowing the dimensions of the ground, and having played a lot of big batch cricket in those grounds, they will actually have a lot more blueprint on how to do well in those grounds. So those two teams, India, you'll never count out, and including us. So it's going to be quite exciting one this time around. So a question which you may not like and may not want to answer. We know Mark Boucher during the course of the last few days has let it be known that he'll be stepping down. So we need a new coach for South Africa. Your name going to go in the ring? Yeah, most definitely my name will go in the ring. Um, to be something exciting to do, it will be a great challenge, especially where we are as a team. Um, yeah, that's best I can answer. <laughs> I appreciate it, Mally. Thanks. Last one for today. As you are still in charge of SAA and the National <laughs> Academy teams, what's coming up for them in the new season and uh, how are you feeling about their strength? Yeah, um, coming up is quite exciting. We, um, we've drafted a few proposals for Enoch, the new director of cricket. Um, we have a few of our players who would not be involved in, in the S20 league, so in the SA20 league, which would like to really run a nice, solid program for them while the, the tournament is on. So if that is approved, um, a lot of the people hopefully will get exposure to those players. Um, in terms of playing some games against the S20 teams. It's something that uh, I'm really looking forward to. And um, moving forward, we actually don't know yet in terms of how it's going to be set up when uh, the proteas are away in Australia. It's in the middle of our summer. Uh, we're trying to get a series going then um, with the SAA team. And with the academy, then we'll only touch base with them in the winter, where most of our work is done when it comes to um, the greater detail of their games. Appreciate you joining us on that weekend feeling today. Malibongwe Maketa, all the best with your application for the national coaching position. We look forward to chatting to you again in the future. No, thank you, Darren. I appreciate chatting. That was That Weekend Feeling with Darren Mann.